Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 143 of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. One of the things that you and I have talked about on this uh, program for a long time is the way that people use data, Robert, and the way that people make decisions around that data. It's something we're seeing at the federal level a lot more. But really, my sense of where this began was at the state and local level with the various stat sessions. We've talked to Governor O'Malley on a couple of occasions about uh, some of the areas that he started that. But that state and local level is really where uh, this uh, effort made its inroads, isn't it? It absolutely is. And we heard that time and again during my time on the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, uh-huh. which yeah. you'll recall. Yeah, I've um, heard of that. We, we, I've heard of that. <laughs> we, uh, you know, the, the, the really good examples about, about how people are leveraging data to see what works and make it work better, um, they're sort of like, um, the laboratories uh, of our national government. Uh, Nelson Moe is the chief information officer of the Virginia Information Technologies Agency. And uh, uh, Nelson, it's good to see you again. We've talked before, and uh, I'm curious what took you to Richmond, what took you to state government, and what you have learned about more broadly the idea of state versus federal government in the time that you've been there. It's welcome. It's great to have you, Nelson. Yeah, but Francis uh, and Robert, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And uh, so what took me to state government is I was finishing out a career as the CIO for the House of Representatives uh, a little over five and a half years ago. And uh, this opportunity came up and uh, it it was an exciting opportunity to work for then Governor McAuliffe to be a transformational CIO. And that's what took me to this thing. And it allowed me to be part of a, a really once in a lifetime effort for an IT professional to have a huge transformation of, in this case, a uh, medium large enterprise. It's, uh, we serve 8.9 million people in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I, I, it's a consolidated IT state where we serve all executive branch, 65 executive branch agencies for IT. And that's 55,000 people, and we're going to change it from one model to another. It was once in a lifetime effort to do that. And what I found is that the real, real work uh, is done, getting back to your comments about data and decisions, the real impact on citizens is done at the state level. You know, I get a chance to work, and the, the, the beauty about the job, I get a chance to work with uh, entities like the Virginia Department of Health, Department of Social Services, Virginia Department of Transportation, DMV, they're essentially the face of Virginia and, and making things better for us. And what I got to do as a technologist is be part of a tr- digital transformation to help help enable that to move at the speed of business and move at the speed and be adaptive and innovative. And that's what really draw me to this place and what I've learned here. What's the most transformational service that sure. you've seen evolve during your time? We went from a single supplier model to a multi-supplier model. And fundamentally, that allows us to adapt and add services. It's just like Legos. You individually contract them and add them on. And that's, it allows me to add services like cloud, uh, and, um, drones as a service. We want to do artificial intelligence. And that model is designed for innovation. And the suppliers are incentivized to do it, to add it. And I have contractual ability to control the, the, the leverage of the terms and conditions of all individual suppliers, including the integrator. So that's the advantage of this particular, that's what drove us here. So the advantage is that entire platform. Since then, we've been able to roll out significant numbers of innovations in, in cloud technologies, desktop support, uh, different types of ways to do compute. 
and uh, we're, we're moving down into robotic process automation. You had a chance to talk to Carlos, the chief data officer, providing the platform so he can do that. That's available now. In, where in the previous platform we wouldn't it would take us years to get that done now it's 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 much much faster and we can keep up with the marketplace and the actual digital transformation approach and the digital transformation phrase is yeah. an interesting one to me because federal yeah. level for years everybody talked about yeah. it modernization and it strikes yeah. me yeah. the idea yeah. is the same but you have a lot more latitude for one thing and yeah. the kind of the philosophy the worldview is different is that fair to say that's true. The the ID modernization is uh, more of a tactical event. It's okay. I'm going to upgrade this, and it's a budget. You, you get a capital capital infusion budget, and you go and you buy something and, and and do that. What we've done here is set up a what we call a services platform, which is a, we don't we, I don't have to own it. But I just have to provide the contractual way to get it. And so the agencies, the 65 agencies supply, you know, their change their needs change. Uh, uh, quite rapidly, uh, the Department of Elections changes quite quite rapidly based on based on legislation, you know, and don't same thing with Department of Motor Vehicles. And so I can say, hey, what do you need? I'll go get it and bring it to you. So that's the innovation in the platform we have now. And so getting here wasn't exactly easy, and but uh, that's that's what we have, and we can provide the data analytics uh, platforms right now in different different cloud platforms: Google, uh, Amazon, Microsoft, and. And, and, and just, what's, hey, what do you want? And just it lets the individual agencies pick the best of breed they want to use. So my guess is you've been leaned on heavily during the pandemic. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a true statement. <laughs> the, uh, um, how has that gone? And tell me about yeah. vaccine distribution uh, and, so, and, and whether yeah. you, you've seen some of the challenges your other fellow states have seen. Yeah. So during COVID, the initial part of COVID, this is going almost a year ago now, in part of March of last year, uh, we rapidly shifted to a work, work from home uh, environment. And because we were consolidated, we could do that relatively rapidly. In a matter of weeks, as agencies, as the 55,000 people from Commonwealth figure out how to work from home, we were, we were able to provide them the remote access so they could work at home and do their business needs. Remote document signing, uh, re virtual private networking, that type of stuff. We expanded that in matter of uh, a week or two, and that—that's really was out with enabled people to work from home and, and continue to to adapt to that. And we're working with the governor's office now uh, for for vaccine distribution and vaccine notifications and inventory control. Those projects are in flight, and so that's that's exciting thing to go and help them with that. What are you learning from all of that, Nelson? That you think will apply to some other type of response or some other sure. type of major initiative after COVID yeah. is not an issue anymore. Yeah. So we say major initiative. The initiative we we, we took here was a multi-year, uh, actually over four and a half years, and it was multi multi. It, it spanned two governors and several general assemblies. And I and I get to put a shameless plug in for my agency. Uh, the 220 people that I have a chance to lead here have shown grit and determination to get through that effort and get that the other side. I have a chance to work with a, a wonderful uh, secretary, Secretary Johnson, and I have a, a, a great group of direct reports. Dan Wolf, my chief administrative officer. Mike Watson, the Chief Information Security Officer of the Commonwealth, and my brand new uh, relative, who's a year and a half into it, the Chief Operating Officer, John Ozevic. They're the ones and the team that they have have got it done. So my getting back to the answer, what, Francis, would be, you got to have to start with people first and then have a long-term plan and vision and have the perseverance to get it done. And that's that's hard to do in state government, you just, but you have to have the altruistic view to have that done. And so for me, it's the, the people and platform and then 
the, the performance in the future going forward. So that would be my lesson learned is it, 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 it took a lot of stakeholders with the General Assembly to get it done to get this model and then provide the platform for digital uh, digital transformation and digital uh, data-driven decisions. Way to plug your people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Exactly. Well, yeah, because because uh, yeah, uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I'm, I, I, because of where we are, because of what they've been able to do, I, I have time that I can get the message out for getting back to Francis's question, which, hey, if you want something like this, if you really want to make a difference, as opposed to individual incremental things, you have to be bold and be willing to take uh, take large steps and then bring a lot of people and then be willing to do it over a number of years. Is it harder to do that in a state uh, environment than it was in a federal government type environment, Nelson? Well, for me, the, the working at the House of Representatives was 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 very interesting, and it was the 441 members of Congress, the 435 plus six. Working for that was very interesting. It was, uh, you know, uh, being able to survive, you know, to, to to satisfy all their different needs of the, the, the across the nation. That was interesting here, and they had different different approach and different uh, rules when it came to uh, contracting. And so, at the state level, we follow Virginia Public Procurement Act, and. And that, that's that's uh, it's more it's more uh, rigorous, more more detailed. To be frankly honest, and so for me, they would the learning the the rules of the, the of, of procurement authority here because I'm a state IT procurement officer has been able to get things done in a more more methodical, uh, planned out manner, for lack of a better phrase. Mm-hmm. How are your customer agencies finding these improvements? Do you get good measurements on how satisfied they are? And- Yes, so we, ha- we have we have a lot of forums that allow us to provide different feedback by the agencies. What the agencies do is they um, allow me to they have direct feedback and, and conversations on what's going on, how the platform is actually working from metrics, either as, uh, delivery of laptops, uh, delivery of, of services, changes in the in the firewall. So they have the visibility. That's the other thing that's new about this thing, Francis and Robert, is that they have the visibility and the performance of the platform and not the contract leverage to change it if it's not working well. And so that's the other thing we set up is that we have governance forums, meeting forums, where the, the representatives from all these 65 agencies have direct insights, say, what's going on and they can feed it back directly to us what do you see as the the kind of the new reality with all of this capability in a post-covid environment uh, what does this look like when people have the option at least to come back to work uh, or to the office to work what does it look like in um, a more mobile environment a more remote work environment than it did say last february all of that nelson yeah, we're 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 looking at looking ahead. That's good. the job I have now. Is that what's going to I call it another inflection point? What's going to happen when? All right, we the the vaccine takes hold. We we got a significant amount of people going back to work, or they've got you know daycare kicks in. You know, pick your time three, six, seven months from now. What's going to happen? I have to plan for that. So what's that look like? I, my what we're seeing is, is agencies still want to have some mixture of remote work and desktop work. So we have to supply both. So the technicians have to be. Be able to do both those again. Be able to go out to the data center, go out to their individual places for delivering of, of laptops and/or uh, printer printer work. We're going to have a, a traffic flow of what people are going to how the access traffic is going to change. You know, from you know uh, from network traffic flow, we're going to be focusing on that. So, and then the real issue that we keep tracking of the 65 agencies is how does their work change to the citizens? Does that change? And uh, how do we adapt to that from a services model and a con- any kind of tra- contracts or say, hey, what do I need to do if you change the way you provide services at DMV or VDOT or Department of Corrections? And so the constituents to be more seamless because everybody's used to working from home and having the non-contact of delivery. What's that look like? And so we're constantly having, hey, having conversations. It hasn't changed yet, but give us a couple months and it will. 
what's it look like? And so we're, that's, that's my job now and, and, and get a chance to talk to the other agency heads and, and, uh, and CIOs inside the Commonwealth and say, okay, it's going to change, we think. Yeah, and what's it, what's, how can we help anticipate that so we can anticipate your need? Nelson, it's great to talk to you. There's lots yep. of action there, uh, and yep. the transformation that you're undertaking is, is really cool. So appreciate the time to talk about it today. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.